Hey, 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 this is DJ Pre that you're now listening to, and I bring back on DJ Lil Fever for interview number two. Because in our first interview, uh, there was something that I had asked people to do after each interview. I gave them a link, and uh, they were whoever was interested in leaving a comment or having more questions for DJ Lil Fever. Um, they had quite a few, and then、uh, I decided to bring DJ Lil Fever back in so we can get those questions answered. And again, if things don't make sense or they don't sound like it was done over at a studio, it was not. It was done over StreamYard, which is kind of like a Zoom. And、um, yeah, I just didn't、uh, have too much.、Uh, You know,、um, I did not edit this. This is pretty raw. So it's pretty much like hit record and we're starting to talk. So if we do any references to the chat room or Twitch, or there might be Twitch terms that you don't understand or may not know of,、um, that is just kind of where we're at, just giving you a little bit of context. So,、uh, but I want to、uh, rip the audio out and share this in a podcast because、uh, sometimes it is kind of hard to just watch. Um, entire thing. Sometimes, you know, it's best to just go for a walk and listen to the podcast instead in your headphones. So, hopefully,、uh, you get、uh, some more、uh, insight into DJ Lil Fever. He hails from Ottawa, Ontario. And enjoy. Again, you can catch me,、uh, catch me at www.twitch.tv backslash IMDJPri. You can also leave me a voice message if you'd like、uh, on anchor.fm. Backslash DJ dash pre backslash message. Awesome. All right. Enjoy. A lot of different things now because of just asking. You just gotta keep asking. Yeah. Man, what's someone gonna do? Say no? Oh, man. They said no. You know, it happens. No happens. You just move on to the next thing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I think too, with like、uh, Chris, you know, he. He told me about you and then immediately got us on the chat together right away. And, you know, that's, a, that's, that's what I loved. You know, like、uh, I like acting fast.、Um, it says a lot about a person. If you wait around too long or if you say you're kind of like interested, but you don't do it, to me, maybe I might be reading it wrong. But I have to, you know, you have to communicate with me. But if you don't communicate with me, I'm going to read it as flaky. So, yeah, because it's, it's, You just gotta you have to act on things when things happen. Like, you need to move ahead with stuff, and you know, opportunity doesn't wait for you. You need to, you know, take opportunity when it brings it to you. Yes. Why do you、Making、think、sure、that? that I host you as I、mm-hmm. do this, so that way we're multitasking. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Okay. So And then、works. I'm actually gonna leave this link up here, too. And、then I can go back to it. Not banners. Oh, maybe I should have done a banner. Create a banner. That one? Scroll across, add banner. Does that work? I don't know. But, anyways, that is your link for your thing.、Um, okay. Yeah.、Uh, I can see on this stuff here、uh, that, you know, how many people have visited a link. And、uh, how many people have participated? And it's interesting、um, because a lot of people look through, but they don't participate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Like, I find in general, when people 
you know, some people just don't participate in general. You know, showing up, yeah, you can show up, but how about actually doing a little bit more to things? You know, that'd really help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to make sure that I can see this in real time with you where it's not on a delay so I can actually see a chat. Oh, hi, Oraday. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hi. So oh, here's hi. the other thing that I find really funny, because I tried to make sure when I started doing this Twitch thing that I wanted to have a simplistic reading mm -hmm. that people could take that also comes from a bad movie. So the oh, hi is from the movie The Room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that part from the movie that goes, oh, hi, Mark. So I wanted to have a simple reading that people could do mm -hmm. and, you know, and introduce the people or and just say hi in general. Because it's a simple thing, just say, oh, hi. But having that branding, oh, hi, mm -hmm. I thought was a neat way because now in other people's streams, when they see me, they're like, oh, hi. But they do it the exact same way. So I'm like, okay, cool. Fun branding thing. Because I like finding out little ways to, like, well, how can I make it a signature where someone sees me pop into something and then go, oh, oh, hi. Mm -hmm. You know, as a reference, I'm like, yeah, it's a Tommy Wiseau thing. I'm like, it's just from, oh, hi, Mark. Yes. I think it's hilarious. Did we cover that in uh, the yesterday's interview? No, we didn't. But I just think it's just a fun thing that I was able to share, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fact of a, a love of bad movies. Oh, Which man. I think is one thing that is he playing what I think he's playing? Oh, 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 I wasn't hearing that. I was hearing the Three's Company theme for a second. Oh, there it is. Oh, delay. <laughs> it's the <laughs> delay. Delay. It's still pretty amazing, though, like uh, how we can still do this over internet. Like, I mean, look at our phones. Yeah, that, like wow, everything is in a phone now. That's just incredible. Yeah, because I started on a texting on a flip phone. That was just horrendous. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because my wife was having like a large, uh, like a large QWERTY keyboard, and she was always writing long extended messages. And I'd be like, okay, what did I save? I said, okay, I love you. There's yes, okay. <laughs> Let's do like there was saved messages because I knew I'm like I I I have no one two three four there's that letter one two three I'm like no <laughs> but how technology has gone like well cool I can send memes on my phone to people I can you know I can joke around I'm like if there's a way within Twitch to put in like legit gifts game over on this for a lot of people <laughs> well you know um, this is owned by Jeff Bezos here, and you don't know what type of uh, people are behind it. Don't you kind of think that they're kind of watching what's happening with the Twitch community, with the DJs? Probably oh, listening yeah. to like what they need and what they don't need. Like, you know, they're probably hearing this. Hey, Twitch people, yeah, if you if we can do screen shares or, you know, gifts or something like that that we could do um, oh, yeah. to improve the experience, I mean, they're they're probably on it. Oh, yeah. But I'm just trying to figure out how they do a tiny gift to go within a chat and stuff like that. <laughs> Already says I signed him up for Facebook. Yes, she yeah. did. Yes, she did. But that like Facebook and anything, anything social media for a military kid uh -huh. who moved around a lot is like a godsend. It was like, oh, this person. I remember this person because I lived with them uh, when I was in Kingston. 
for five years for this, and now they move out to Nova Scotia. But when they were in Nova Scotia, they also lived in this area. So, like, when she mentioned about Facebook, ah, it's like a military kid's, like, dream. And it's great for, like, you know, catching up with old friends I haven't seen in a long, long time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cool. The Raiders are here. Hello, everyone. Hello, cool. Raiders. Welcome. Godzilla 209. Dame Karen's in here. Angie Campo. Hello. Sherry J. Shane Austin. Welcome, Raiders. How are you doing today? Did you have coffee? I did. The coffee I had was from Hatch, El Pariso. It was a mango passion coffee. Hey, Decade. How are things? Right on. Well, I'm DJ Pre. I will be hosting and interviewing uh, Mr. Uh, Little Fever here. Uh, we had a fantastic interview yesterday, but by popular demand, we have brought him back. And Hello. Uh, welcome. Clap, clap, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are back. And let's do I the Kid Street clap for all the Canadians. Do you remember that? The Kid Street clap where you did that? No? Okay, no. I'm just old then. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. No. <laughs> See, that's the funny thing with, with, with us being on Twitch. I've mentioned so many Ontario Canadian-based things that are so lost on people that I find it's hilarious. Where I mention, like, Pokeroo. And people are like, what? I'm like, because the whole, you know, when or when uh, Randall dances, it's Oraday who's making Randall dance and stuff like that. Oh, no, it's like Pokeroo. I wasn't in the same room. But I'm like, oh, man, that's such an Ontario joke. Nobody gets that. It's like bagged milk for people in the States. Bad milk. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Beef or tails. Um, nice. So there is this link that I give to everybody here um, after their uh, interview. And I'm just actually going to post it here again. Because um, of this link, uh, I'm going to share with you here. Uh, and that's why we brought uh, DJ Low Fever back. This is the link uh, after the interview or even during now. If there's something that I haven't covered, no, any questions that I did not ask him, um, if you've been following him on his stream and you've been watching his shows, what do you love? What would you love to see more of? What would you like to hear him talk about? And that's why I've got him back on an interview. And uh, one person had written here um, from yesterday's interview, such a killer interview. Fever is such a good dude. I'd love to hear about how he acquired his love for bad movies. Uh, okay, maybe, well, yeah. <laughs> can we, we'll start with, with that one right there, because it started with the fact of my, you know, being babysat by the television, because I had two older brothers that, you know, really didn't, you know, hang out with me a whole lot. So it was the TV. It was the TV was my friend. And then as soon as I started, you know, making friends and whatnot, I made a really good friend when I was living in North Bay, Ontario. So... When I was in North Bay, my friend Rhonda used to rent the worst movies ever. And it was such a treat to be hanging out in a friend's basement, you know, my friend's basement, and chilling with them and making fun of it. Just before, you know, introducing myself into Mystery Science Theater and riff tracks and stuff like that, it was just bashing movies. And it was the reaction that my friends had and the camaraderie you had of watching a bad movie. You can go watch a good movie and you both just agree and go like, yeah, that was good. Or you can just rip into a 
bad movie and you create little bonds with watching bad cinema. You can watch bad cinema, but then when you watch good cinema, like a good movie, it is epic. Because you've gone through, you've gone through the trenches of watching really bad things, bad sound, bad editing, bad continuity, bad acting, bad effects, everything. But when you watch a good movie, you really appreciate good movies. And to me, like I enjoy watching bad, bad movies. And that's why every month I uh, host a local, you know, B-movie group where we watch bad movies. We pick movies out of a popcorn you know, container. Technically now it's uh, off of a link of a website and we all kind of do it through Discord, but we watch bad movies together, rip on them. Last month we uh, watched Wolf Cop, which is a Canadian movie. Wolf Cop. Yeah, so bad movies was just another reference and another thing that I could connect with people and have fun and just be myself. And, you know, I want to incorporate more of that into Twitch with my stuff, but, you know, I'm trying to figure out how, how to do that. If it's a clip in the background or if it's a dancing Tommy Wiseau in the corner, if it's the, you know, Oh my God from trolls to like something, you know, that I want to have references in. If it's bad movies, it's kind of what I enjoy to do. Like it's what I was supposed to do. I was I originally started with, uh, you know, in television broadcasting. Cause I'm like, Oh cool. I'm going to be an actor, voice acting, do this. Uh, that didn't pan out, and it's like that's kind of the thing. I like I liked acting. I had my own TV show when I was younger too, like in my late teens, early twenties, up in North Bay. Because I'm like, all right, kids in the hall, and you know, Mad TV and stuff like that, skit shows. I can totally do that stuff. You know, before Tom Green was really big and stuff, I'm like, I can do this too. So I've been everywhere, but bad movies is just what fueled everything. I will gladly watch. A movie every night if I can. <laughs> what did you watch last night? Uh, we didn't. We actually spent spent a lot of time uh, stuff on Twitch. The last movie we watched was Halloween. On Halloween, we watched the movie Bad Hair, which is a horror movie about a weave. A weave? Yes. Oh a, my goodness! <laughs> a legit. Um, it, the the twist at the end is Dawson from Dawson's Creek. Um, is an evil hair, hair farmer. That's mm-hmm. the that's the real basis of the whole entire movie. But it, it was, you know, watching a movie with people and friends, to me, I think is one of the best things that you can do. You can sit down and share experiences. And it's, it's just a lot of fun. And I have to thank my friend Rhonda for that. Yes, yes, evil hair farmer. Sorry about the spoilers. Hi, Kevin. I know it's kind of sad, but yes, evil, evil Dawson. That was my nickname in college, Evil Hair Farmer. We have many things to ask then. (laughs) (laughs) So what was was one of the other uh, things like on there? I think, where did I meet Oro Day? Yes. Uh, So the other one was, uh, you know, how you met your wife and what you really think about your kids. Well, uh, I'm totally proud of my kids. But I'll, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to our day after the kids because seeing kids grow up and having them experience everything that's weird about you know my wife and I is fun. Well, you know they're creative, they're passionate, they're stubborn, uh, 
but they're just beautiful and creative and they surprise me every day with different things. And I can just see the potential that they're both going to do and keep me challenged and keep Oraday challenged as they grow up, which is the fun part, which is just exciting about being a parent. But to the original first statement, uh, where did I meet Oraday? She met me because I started in radio at the same radio station that she was working at. And this was my first job in radio, so I didn't want to mess it up. And there was a pretty girl working there, roughly my age. And I was like, I don't want to mess this up by, okay, let, let, let's sure, let's do this. And she basically approached me and going, why don't you talk to me? And I was like, you want to go to this hard rock place that plays really cool, like heavy metal music and stuff? Sure. Okay, let's do it. And, you know. Snowflake became Blizzard and Storm, and here we are, two kids, and 16-plus years later. 16-plus years. That's incredible. 17. See? That's why I said plus. (laughs) 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 DJ Evil Hair Farmer. Nice. That's hilarious. But... um, it's it's been quite the journey. She's seen me grow within radio because originally I didn't, I wasn't thinking of, uh, I wasn't thinking of being a, like a DJ was something that I didn't see early on because I originally wanted to be an actor. I loved comedy. I love skit stuff. That's why I like bad movies. And I didn't see myself as a DJ. I kind of fell into it. Like I loved music. I I have VHS tapes of. Uh, tons of music videos that I recorded growing up, but it was, I made mixtapes for friends because I thought it was fun. I, I just made mixtapes and I thought playing word plays and songs into this and, and making things for friends was really fun. And I did it over at my friend uh, Jeff's place uh, on a weekly basis, just making mixtapes, mix CDs and things like that for friends. And it kind of, kicked into high gear when I noticed like changes in pitch when you don't quite record properly on a tape and hearing that I'm like oh oh I heard that and then naturally having that ear for it I'm like well well I did television broadcasting and that didn't pan out well maybe radio I like audio and then kind of the DJing kind of went together with everything and I thought well maybe if I become you know, a DJ for a radio station. That'd be cool. That took many, many, many years and many different format radio stations to get to, but I eventually achieved that one goal and it was really neat. Like I had that goal, you know, it's crossed off my bucket list if I was a mix show DJ. So, you know, it was it was a fun journey and it was a really fun um, avenue to go down. And I absolutely, like I love what I do right now as a, as a DJ. And as a, uh, you know, as a radio producer, it's been fun, you know. Um, it's, I have goals that I wanted to do, like I wanted to win awards, but I just like being able to show up in jeans and a t-shirt and pass on goofy comments and concept ideas and creative sessions and stuff like that. That's why, you know, making, like sending ideas to Hi Kevin or, or 
you know, riffing on demand about stuff. I'm like, ah, I have an idea, which is great. Like, it's enjoyable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of the questions here from uh, Decade was, uh, are you going to do a movie night theme? There we go. Nope. Um, you know what we were talking, uh, Orde and I were talking about that, about no. doing a movie theme kind of mix or a movie theme night. Yeah, there's a possibility of doing something like that. But I just really like doing like the mashup high energy stuff that I've always been doing. I don't think I'm that movie theme guy. Like, I don't think I'm that movie theme person. I, you know, um, I know there's people that will do it much better. I know On Point will probably end up doing like a countdown of the best movie themes. You know, that's probably more, more uh, suited to him, like more countdown-y kind of feel. And I don't, I don't know if I'd like to do something like that. It'd be fun, be interesting. What I would really like to incorporate is uh, one of my like DJ influences that I still have in my top five is DJ Spinbad. Uh, I would like to do a legit Twitch-oriented mix to the caliber of his 90s mixtape. To me, I th think hands down, DJ Spinbad's 90s mixtape is my all-time top five, you know, favorite mixtapes that I've ever heard. And seriously, that was the thing that I enjoyed the most, was listening to something like that. Spin Bad and getting to meet him, too. Like, I met him, what was it, I think six years ago? Six or seven, six or seven years ago, it was for a friend's birthday party where I, get, I got to hang out with Russell Peters, uh, Spin Bad, DJ Scratch, starting from scratch, and a bunch of other DJs and stuff like that in Toronto. And it was just, it was neat to see somebody that I, you know, I idolized on that mixtape. I dissected that, and I every time I listen to it, I find something brand new that was just hidden in behind or tucked in as a clip, and I'm like, ah. Oh. It's like all of my production-oriented dreams of using clips and things in radio production that I enjoy incorporated into DJing, but I'd like to do that live. You know, that's, yes, it was a DJ spin bad. But it, it's seeing like stuff like that and getting to see like on Twitch, seeing DJs that I've idolized for years um, on this platform has been fantastic. Like seriously, like, um, like DJ Baby U. I've seen that man DJ large clubs. I've seen him do 30 to 40 capacity people venues and getting to see him DJ almost every other day on Twitch. I'm like, well, that's neat. This is fun. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's something that I enjoy to do. Like, you know, you know, uh, me growing up was just listening to music. My mom always had music on. Like, there always has to be sound going on the ha in the house. There has to be something going on. Because to me, silence is just painful. <laughs> right. Um, and we are made to fill in dead air. So it's natural. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, uh, it's just the fact that, like, I was never, I was never a person that, um, you know, I wasn't going to follow in the family business of going into the military. I wasn't that type of person. But like to me, I, I, I've been listening to music in my entire life, movies, music, media, 
the next type thing. I'm always down to try everything. And it's just such a fun thing to see everybody on Twitch doing like doing their own thing. Like I was talking with uh, my friend Strobe about how, how small of a world Twitch is um, and how it's bringing people together that are from all over the world into a small platform. And it's so, so cool to see. And he was mentioning a friend. He's like, oh, he was part of this uh, Funktober raid train that happened a few weeks ago. And I'm like, this guy had this really cool overlay. He was like, you know, such this like um, Scooby-Doo um, stoner rock kind of funk person. And his overlays are cool. I'm like, this dude has to be from California. This guy is really cool. This set is awesome. What? He's not affiliate? What? He's from Owen Sound? What? And just seeing how small of a world this uh, Twitch community is and how we chat with each other and lift each other up. It was, so, it was neat. It's just neat how small everything is. Well, we're and all very connected, right? And um, it's kind of neat to see how um, you recognize that area. Makes them more relatable. So what what is your favorite thing about Twitch? Like this is like this is all new of a, a new platform. It's really fun and you get to f experience like new sets of music all the time. So what have you found that's been surprising? Um I guess is uh, like I, I don't think that I would be surprised more than anything just more of uh, this is um, a platform that's really engaging. You know, you can really reach out as a regular normal person to the artist that is playing or whoever, you know, you could be sewing clothing right now on Twitch. You know, there's such diversity uh, on where that is. It's global. I think that's really cool. And um, I think that, uh, you know, you don't want to take for granted uh, this ability that we have. Um, I think uh, not surprising, but more like, Wow, super neat and would not have even come up on this at all had it not been COVID. Um, yeah. I would be out there working uh, live, you know, not- like, uh, I, I, thought, I thought Twitch was more of like this game oriented thing, but I've experienced more different genres of music. I have a friend who, she doesn't seem like she's the type that would be uh, into club music. And she goes, oh, I just found my favorite DJ. She's playing anime tracks while wearing Pikachu ears. Go listen to her. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, and she's just sitting there on her giant furry couch with Pikachu ears and a controller on her uh, on her lap as she's sitting cross-legged with a like uh, with a microphone right in front of her and I'm like, "You know what? There is music what? for everybody out here." And I'm like, "Shit, like 45 people." in her room grooving out to anime music. And I'm like, I don't even know where this lady is from, but this is fascinating. And my friend's like, it's great. I found this. And just because of how organic things are within Twitch of how you find things and you're into this stream, you find that you go into here, like you could just ride this. You could have it on one channel, leave your phone and go, wow, that was a neat ride. A friend said they went, they ended up, listening to song, live music, going into a cooking show, going into a sound check that ended up raiding back into a DJ. And it was just such a weird vibe. 
that mm-hmm. that you end up having fun with. It, that's that's what ne- is neat about Twitch, and to incorporate more things is is going to be a fun aspect. And that's why, like you know, I've I've invested some you know some money to bring in more things. Like I jokingly said, yes, we're going to have a kid cam because I did figure out a way when we have a webcam to have my phone as a secondary camera uh, for my kids to have fun and just go dance around. And I'm like, all right, kid cam. And it's probably going to be, you know, vomit inducing because kids don't know how to hold things straight and stuff like that. But it'll be a, you know, hilarious thing to add as channel points. It's the interaction part. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you are really great with your branding. Um, you know, people recognize this whole uh, background that you have backdrop. Uh, I don't want to see it go away. Uh, you know, Oh, no, no, it's not going to go there. away. It's just going to have a simple frame. I don't want fancy background things. I just want stuff where you can see, you know, if somebody, uh, you know, donated bits. If somebody sits and saw something like a social media, you know, clickable thing, like just stuff where it's got a little bit more aesthetically pleasing stuff you know hey eduardo from brazil um just more of an aesthetic pleasing thing like just a nice frame something with a logo um and actually i'd like to shout out one of my friends um who really helped me at at a time where i wasn't too sure about you know pre pre pre-covid um where essentially i had um i hit a, a wall where I'm like, I got nothing. I got nothing. My I had a logo, which was just the Little Fever logo. And I'm like, I got nothing. I won't take it's like I saw a friend do, you know, and kind of a caricature picture of himself. And I'm like, well, that looks really cool. And I had my friend uh D Cole, Dean Cole design. I said, Can you do like a sketch of me? And the sketch he did was like, Oh, cool, I look like Santa. Um how about you millhouse that thing up? If you millhouse that thing up, um, I think we'll probably have something really neat to play around with. And then he's like, oh, okay, cool. And that's why we have that little fever face with the hats and the glasses and the mustache and beard and everything. And, you know, I'm able to break it out into different assets where I'm able to take the glasses and the mustache and the beard and the hat and put it on different things where I'm able to make anything and everything end up pulling back to that logo and pulling back to it, which I think is a neat, fun branding way. It's not just, you know, it's not just McDonald's all the time. It's like, it's everything incorporated, like where I can stick my face on anything. Like essentially right now we're doing between two ferns, you know, I was able to do something like that. And that was one thing that I found fun and which gave me more of a, more of a push back into wanting to do more with DJing, like branding and being able to figure out a new creative way. Like with these raid trains, it's trying to find a new way to incorporate what the theme might be or the lineup might be. And, you know, bring that back where it's, it seems fun. And it's not just, you know, wallpaper. It just seems different. You know, like you put out a poster and it has all the factual information, but after a period of time, if you're just putting the factual information, details get like glossed over. But how can you bring those eyes back to that information back again and make it look different each and every time? And I think that's the neat thing. And, you know, for me, uh, that branding part has been so integral because 
you know, uh, it's what gets people going and what people want to invest in you with interesting, fun, creative brands. And that's kind of what I do for the day job. And uh, small note, um, I've not always been DJ Little Fever. Oh, sure that. Who were you before? Um, before DJ Little Fever, I went by DJ, and it's a stretch, uh, Little B. Little B? Little B. Name's Jamie. Where'd B come from? Um, well, when I was coming up with names, starting up DJing, it was... I was always the smallest person around because I always had larger friends because I have a, I, you know, when I was younger, I had quite the sarcastic mouth that got me in trouble often. So the little was I was always the smallest person, but I always knew everybody and everybody always wanted me to get them into things. Go, oh, you know, this, do this, do that. It's like, well, I'm not your... <clears throat> Oh, got you. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you know what? Little B, I'll go with that. I'll go with that for a while. And then when I ended up moving to Niagara, I took the little B name there and I started playing. And a friend of mine started DJing too. He's like, oh, cool. I'm going to be little A. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to squash this right now. We're changing this up now. No. <laughs> We are not going with you being little A and I'm going to be little B. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. We have to have a new name. We're going to keep something. So I kept the little part because I always think I'm the small, you know, the small fish in a big pond. And the fever thing, if you really think it, it's, it's the other part of my life that's always, always been in there has been radio. And I needed to incorporate something that was radio oriented back into my name. So what to me was funny when I was growing up was WKRP in Cincinnati, Johnny Fever. But I wasn't going to go as DJ Johnny Fever because it was already a Johnny Fever up north. And I'm like, ah, that's stupid. I'm like, oh, it's just Little Fever. I'm like, okay, it's cute. But I'm not going to go Lil because um, I'm not doing that. Let's go Little. It's simple. It's easy. And you know, it's been a, a simple brand that's been going on for a while, and I like it. It's fun. You know, I, I I like how the name has grown into this little awkward, coffee-loving, bad movie, deer on the wall brand. Yes, you have all your emos are like the the cup with your face in it. Uh, you have your dog. You have uh, what are the other ones that you've got there? Your face, uh, obviously, these ones. That I wish I, well, I've got Randall. I've got Randall in there. I've got the coffee bot, which mm -hmm. is uh, my little wave hello to everybody, uh, which is designed by Dean Cole. Uh, basically, every one of the emotes except one has been designed from uh, from my friend um, uh, Dean. The oh, hi is from People Move. But it's the branding that I always want. I always go to the same graphic artist, the same person, investing in the people like all the merch that I've got in my merch store, which, you know, is on there is all going to go. Like, half of it goes to him because he invested time into me. We even have an illustrated children's book that we did together. But all of the emotes are all done by Dean Cole Design. Uh, Oraday, if you can probably put it in the chat, because if everyone likes graphic artists, I always push them to it. It's in my Instagram stories right now. Um, 
he's just a great graphic artist and very creative. And he's the one who helped me believe more into my brand and brand it more and have fun with it more. Like the Randall thing, he drew that Randall from that, from a picture I sent him, you know, I sent him the idea for the big thongs popping, which was a reference of a autocorrect mistake from Bettina, one of the mods within the Twitch community, the coffee cup. Cause it just seems branding. Cause I love coffee and I want to bring delicious coffee to everyone. And no DJ little coffee would not happen. That might be the children. Yeah, where I don't think Little Fever wants to rebrand. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm stick. I'm sticking with this until I'm I'm done. And you know, the other thing I find really fun with the with us being in the Twitch community is, you know, my Sunday sessions that I do. Um, the permission to pause is is something that I wanted to be wanted to do was just playing music that I would have in a coffee shop playing tunes for people that I would love to see in a coffee shop. Cause originally what I wanted to do was I still do want to open a, a, you know, a cafe, have it all retro based, uh, have friends sit there, watch movies, play board games and just kind of hang out. But you know, <laughs> 2020 kind of told no, said no to that little beaner. No. Actually <laughs> <Explain> to that. <laughs> Let's go back to Oh Hi. That is also a brand. You're branding yourself out there. And every time well, yeah. we raid, you want us to, well, we want coffee, but the Oh Hi, maybe go back into that. Why, how did you come up with that? Well, the Oh Hi was I wanted to find something of a simple greeting for people um, that you can say to people. And it still has that connotation and from a bad movie. Um, one of my favorite bad movies is uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room. I've seen it numerous times. I probably would want to drag uh, Oro Day back to our local cinema that we have, haven't been to since February um, called the Mayfair. And we would watch The Room. We've watched The Room many a times. I've met Greg Sestero, I think three times now. I have an autographed script of The Room. I have, you know, a lot of old movies you know, and other like, cuts of uh, the room, you know, from Tommy Wiseau, you know, and I've met him a couple of times. And it's just, it was a branding thing that I wanted to bring into the community that it's a greeting. It's a simple, oh, hi. And if people say it back, it's another way to put in the, in the community, where did that oh, hi come from? You know, it's a greeting where someone else can say, oh, hi, back. So it's just two simple words and having your community use it on other streams. So say if you pop into decades thing and someone says, oh, hi, back to me, you know, it's another thing of just a small bit of branding when you're visiting other people without just going in, out, out and postering on everybody else's stream, which is rude and inconsiderate, but in another way it brings it back where people have spent time with you, are a part of your community, have taken language from your community and are willing to adapt it into their their own kind of language. Like Kevin's got the high and the SpongeBob stuff and, you know, make them clap and stuff like that, you know, clap them cheeks and stuff. Like it's, it's the branding that you want to, you know, keep with you, but also people can reference that. Like as soon as, you know, I, I, you know, saw hi Kevin with all of the, uh, the SpongeBob stuff. I'm like, that's hilarious. 
I'm glad that someone has something like that. That's what makes it fun and inventive. Like us as DJs, we shouldn't be taking ourselves seriously. There shouldn't be any egos. We're all here to have fun and play music. And the oh hi to me is the easiest way to just say hello, but in an own awkward way. So you met him a couple of times and uh, this is the dude that Ohi came from. And yeah. um, so I kind of skimmed through uh, the clip that you sent me. Uh, so describe this person. What are they like? Because <laughs> um, really interesting. <laughs> just think of a very eccentric, secretive, but vulnerable person. And I think that's what it's, you know, seeing how he put out something that he thought was very serious and then realization of how people grabbed onto it in a completely different way. Like seeing the room in a theater with friends is just like going to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I've seen in theater with friends on Halloween. It's something that you need to experience. Watching it with friends at home is okay, but going to a theater to experience the room to me is one of those life-changing things. If you all of a sudden, you know, a friend offers you to go and watch the room, bring plastic spoons, you know, make sure that you're going to cheer for the for the San Francisco Bridge, you know, enjoy the fact of American football, you know. It just it's the oh hi is just my homage to me loving bad movies. I love it. I love it. Um, not to uh, cut this short. No, not at all. Uh, I'm just looking at the time right now. It's already gone. It's flown. Um, so we are at uh, four or five here. Um, we are just going to have a, a music break. And like I said, DJ Lil Fever is he's got a lot to share with us. And if you want to hear more about uh, him and you know, questions again that I did not ask. Uh, please go over to that link, drop it in there. We want to hear. And then I'm going to bring him back on here and we'll discuss those for you. So you get to learn more about him. Does that sound good, everybody? Yay. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. Oh, hi. <laughs> exactly. Oh, hi. And uh, so small little musical break. Um, and then we're going to head over to... Um, well, another musical break here uh, with uh, Matt Dodge. Decade. Yeah, well, yeah, Matt Dodge, and then Decade's gonna play for a bit, and then we'll go into the Matt Dodge interview. Um, yeah, show some, show Matt Dodge some love. He's such a talented guy. Uh, we've been trading tracks beforehand. Oh my god, I'm so happy that he's on this raid train. You know, he's such a fun guy, and everybody on this is just great. Show love. Follow this guy. He's fun. He's so nice and talented. You know, yay. Love and drop off. We want coffee. Yes, we do. I still do want coffee. <laughs> Actually, I could use a coffee right now. Um, I'm going to end this broadcast here. So sorry for cutting it short. Um, oh. Hey, 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 did you enjoy that or what? So that was interview number two with DJ Low Fever coming out from Ottawa, Ontario. And we just covered uh, questions from his first interview 
and covered it in this one. And if there are still more questions that uh, you've got for him and you'd like me to bring him for interview number three, you can actually leave me a voice message at anchor.fm backslash DJ pre backslash message. You can also find me on twitch.tv backslash I am DJ pre Facebook. I am DJ pre Instagram. I am DJ pre other than that, have a fantastic day. Hope you got to learn a lot from DJ Little Fever and you feel inspired and motivated. Check you out later.